out there in Clicksland and welcome to episode 130 here on the Clicks and Get podcast. I, like always, am your host, Adam. Uh, with me in the studio today, we're supposed to have Kane. Not sure where he currently is right now, but hopefully he'll be joining us soon. We also have Clicks and Get teammate Ryan Redman and hopefully one day Clicks and Get team member Matty G when he decides to leave that lame <laughs> Phoenix Nest team uh, because we know there's already too many of them out there as it is. Uh, so I invited both these guys to come on the show today because they were at the Kilted Classic this weekend. I was not there. Uh, but before we get into all that fun hero click talk, let's get into a quick how was our week. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. There are seven days, there are seven days, there are seven days in a week. So we'll start off with Ryan. So without mentioning the Kilted Classic, Ryan, how was your week? Uh, not too bad. Uh, it's about all I had going on, though, so we took off work to do that. So I guess I'll just uh, save it for later. Fair <laughs> enough. Matty G, what about you? <laughs> I mean, uh, kind of the same. <laughs> uh, took up my Saturday. Um, Friday night, I was supposed to be organizing and getting ready for the tournament and I ended up playing with my son and niece for like four hours. Priorities, Matt, priorities. I know. I uh we uh we played uh, some tag, some hide and seek, some uh beat the cat, uh red cove books, played Marco Polo with a blindfold. It was a very important four hours that I had to do. <laughs> Not preparing for the guilty classic, but No, no, with you don't need to prepare <laughs> Matt doesn't prepare for anything. No, you show up and they hand you a team and you take it to the finals. That's pretty much how you roll. Um, yep, pretty close. <laughs> um, as for me, like I said, I couldn't go to the Kilted Classic. I had a wedding up in Green Bay. And other than that, not much. But you don't want to hear about what we uh, did on the weekend. You want to hear about some hero clicks. So let's get into some news. <laughs> All right, before we get into the HeroClix news, I do want to thank everybody out there. I just looked at our Podbeam account, and we had just reached 20,000 downloads for the Clicks and Get channel. So thank you wow. to everybody out there that has listened to our podcast. That's a huge feat for, let's see, we've been around for like two years and a month or something like that, two years and two months, something like that. So I appreciate everybody out there listening to the podcast. Hopefully you enjoy us talking about clicks. Uh, we also have our Patreon coming up on Thursday, which uh, the big prize this month is going to be the Time Dilation Spider-Man, along with a couple boosters of Wonder Woman and Superman, along with some Valkyrie, Super Rare, and a Bystander token to go with it, plus some other cool stuff. So I will be doing that Thursday, because I actually have a wedding to film up at a water resort in Sheboygan that we're just going to make a little family vacation out of it, so I will not be around this weekend. So plan on that Thursday night. Um, we also have uh, our ROC on May 14th that's coming up. Matt, that is this is going to be your third chance to come up here and see me. Three strikes and you're out. So this is your <laughs> last chance to come up here because you overslept for the Cheesehead Championship. 
and you couldn't find a partner for the Choose Wisely tournament, so this is your time to shine. Now, unfortunately, I won't be able to play in that because my son has a baseball game that day, his first one, but I will be showing up afterwards um, to uh, watch you guys. So hopefully you can make So the weekend after Mother's Day where I'm going to the Rock Cup. Is that another Rock Cup there? The, the oh. Rock Cup is the 5th to the 8th. That's the Scott Porter event? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know if you were going to that or not because it was Mother's Day. Yeah. All so right. far. Uh, she said it's cool. She said it's okay. That's Trap. amazing wife you got there. <laughs> um, but still, it's not an excuse for you to miss the ROC. Um, <laughs> because I changed it to a Saturday just for you. Yes, yes. Just for um, you. Yes. And all of my locals. Yes. So you better be there. Um so that is, for that, it's just basically 300 points Highlander for that one as well. So make sure you check out the Gamers Realm uh, win page for that. Uh, we did get some news today that Wait, I believe... Highlander per team? No, no, it's it's individual. Yeah, but it's Highlander. It's Highlander. Well, then I can't play Fantastic Four. Why not? Who would be a dupe? Well, like. Double Lockjaw, Double High Evo. Double Lockjaw, Double High Evo. I can't play Flashes either because you got to play three Flashes. I tell you what, I will make a team for you and you can pilot it. That's not making Highlander. That was was Dan's decision. That was Dan's decision. Oh, jeez. Awful decision. You know how we roll here up clicks again. We don't do this lame 300-point modern. We always have to have some little (laughs) twist to all of our tournaments. So, I, if you want, I can build you a nice, juicy team. <laughs> maybe even some, no, I'll say maybe I could throw on some Disney Plus and you'd be the first one to play in an actual tournament, but that's cheating, so I can't do that. <laughs> um, but we did get some juicy new info on the X of Swords coming out. Uh, I think we're the first podcast to talk about it because it actually came out a few hours ago. We got the House of X poster of all the figures. So let's look at these really quick to see what we are going to be getting in House of X. It's funny because... X of Swords. X of Swords, sorry. Um, Disney Plus hasn't even released yet, and yet we know the entire character list from X of Swords. So let's see what we got here. It's another X-Men set, so you can pretty much um, assume what's going to be in here. I wish I was a little more pumped about this set, but I think it's because another X-Men set. I really don't care or I'm excited that much about it. Yeah. Um, that's my only downfall. I know there's a bunch of figures in the set that is like a first time. So let's just go what? through it real quick. We got Storm, Cypher, Solemn, the Fury, something vampire. I don't know what that first word is. Savalithi? Savalithi vampire? Savalithi? Yeah, I think. Uh, white Priestess, Green Priestess. We have a Lockheed, Donnie, Moonstar, Colossus. Orcus Soldier, looks like an AIM Soldier, Iceman, Cyclops, Gorgon, Magic, Roulette, Cable, Peepers, Sink, Honey Badger, Cyclops, another Gorgon. That's weird that they have the same sculpt, same figure as maybe a common and an uncommon. And then another Magic. Uh, Tarot. Uh, We have a Danger Room Mystique, Danger Room Sebastian Shaw, Omega Sentinel, which is... Uh, who is that from the la- that one set? Karima. Karima. It's Karima. exact dupe. 
uh, <laughs> a Magneto, a Danger Room Jean Grey, a Bishop, which looks like the exact same sculpt as the one from House of X, uh, Iska the Unbeaten, Iska the Unbeaten, so that's going to be a prime, Wolverine, War, Death, Apocalypse Danger Room, Juggernaut Danger Room, which is surprising that those are rares. I was expecting those to be super rares. How do we know they're rares? It, I, they're right in the middle of the set, so I would imagine they're rares. Hmm. There just seems that there's too many after that to be considered super rares. We got Rogue, Captain Britain Rogue, which I believe is going to be the rare prime. Kate Pride, Pyro, Emma Frost, a like a black suit Magneto, Cora the Burning Heart, a Darwin, Abs, Absalon Mercator, I think. No idea who that is. A Captain Britain, Bia the the Blood Moon, Nimrod the Lesser, Nimrod. So that's going to be your Super Rare Prime. Deadpool, Monarch, Abigail Brand, Wizkid. That's funny, Wizkids. I don't know why I find that funny all of a sudden. Uh, Hope Summers, an arcade, which we've been desperately needing. Mad Jim Jasper, which is going to be the Super Rare Prime of Arcade. X-23. And then I think these are the chases. Summoner, Red Roof. It has to start with Apocalypse. What's that? Oh, it starts with Apocalypse? It, yeah, there's only eight of them. And then Pyro and Emma Frost are OP day okay. things. Uh, so Apocalypse, The White Sword, Annihilation, Blink, Saturnine? Is that how you say that? I think so. Uh, Lady Roma, Merlin, and then Professor X, and then Pyro and Emma Frost are the OP kits. And then we have a couple of swords. Let's look at those. We got Mercy, Mersama Blade, Vermilion, Blackbone of Amadut, <laughs> Starlight Sword, <laughs> Seducer, Colony, El Elvu. El, what? L.U. Venom, Scarab, <laughs> Purity, and Twilight Sword. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven swords that are beginning coming in the set. Uh, pretty much, if you have a sword as a sculpt, um, my odds are you're probably going to come with the object as well. And there's um, also nine more swords coming in the OP kit that's right. for summer things and tarot cards. So this is going to have a lot in it. Yeah, this is a collector's nightmare of a set. So I'm sorry, Jeremiah Peterson. Um, what do you guys think of this set? Are you excited for it? Are you neutral about it? What do you think? I'm uh, I like X-Men a lot. Yeah, yeah so ditto. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. I'm a huge X-Men there's, fan. And there's tons of characters that I've been waiting for since I started playing that are in this set. So Yeah, there's a lot of names in there that I have no idea like who they are. Um, there's a lot of it's from the X of Swords, obviously the comic run for it, and that's something I actually kept up with as it was releasing, so that kind of helps to know that. Okay. Yeah, it looks so it looks like the primes are going to be Captain Britain Rogue. It's going to be, I saw another one, Ithka the Unbeaten, Nimrod, and Mad Jim Jasper, whoever that is. So I think it's going to be a cool set. Five Danger Room Constructs. And if they're anything like the Dark Phoenix Saga ones, uh, we're going to have to deal with those again. I, I can't imagine, like, Apocalypse and Danger Room or Apocalypse and Juggernaut are going to be, you know, just run-of-the-mill figures. I think they're going to be pretty ridiculous if Magneto and Sinister and Sabretooth were good in the last set. I'm not sure if that Jean Grey, though, is a Danger Room construct. It might be, like, an astral plane thing. Okay. 
Good point. Yeah, that was kind of I was kind of thinking that too. Like, why is there a Jean Grey Danger Room? Because the original Danger Room construct, the animated series from like an actual episode where they were all attacking, I think Cyclops, Wolverine. Okay. I forget. Uh, Nimrod the Lesser and Nimrod. I'm not sure what their storyline is. Can anyone fill me in on that? Is that like Nimrod when he first became sentient, and then Nimrod's when he's like full-born AI kind of thing? There's a lot of uh, timeline jumping with the Sentinels. I think Uh, it has to do with that, because even in the OP kit, there's a time where he's basically just like a floating face. Okay. You can win that later on, or it's in the actual boosters, I'm not sure. So I think it's part of the timeline part. Uh, But my only problem with this set so far, which I hate to say that, but there seems like a lot of sculpt reuse, which is classic WizKids, but I don't hold that against them. It's really expensive to make those things. So I'd rather have more pieces than less pieces, though. So yeah, I didn't think the there looked like that. It didn't look that bad for sculpt reuse. I mean, with a couple of the older sets, but also like look at some of these sculpts. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. But like, the, there's two Cyclopses, and I get that they're the same. There's two Gorgons. There's two Magics. We like, got some generics too. Uh, That's the cool. And who else is a generic? I mean, I would. I, I mean, I would imagine the Orcus Soldier, the White Priestess, uh, the Green yeah. Priestess. Omega Sentinel? Would that be a generic? No, be. that's still Karima. That's still Karima. Oh. Yeah, that's just what she goes by. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, at least we're getting some generic. It's more than the last couple of sets, I believe. Yeah. Wasn't War of the Realm they didn't have a generic in that set? Just the Lokis, technically, Just, I guess. Technically, yeah. So, yeah, it looks like a cool set. Um, I think you're definitely going to get your money's worth from this set because I feel like every booster is going to either come with a tarot card. You're going to get like a, at least a tarot card, a super rare, or a figure with an object, I think. The tarot cards are just going to change the game altogether, and then hopefully those uh, words replace the rings. Yeah. My my only hope for the tarot cards is that they're made of a good material, like a like a cardstock almost, not just floppy plastic. Um, yeah, the first Legacy cards were really rough. Yeah. this I think of... I know you have been playing this long, Ryan, but Matt, I know you have. Like when they made the change from feet cards to like that cardboard to that really floppy material i wasn't a big fan of that i get it's probably just a price thing but like the atas yeah yeah they're really thin floppy plastic kind of thing i like the new legacy cards for the fantastic four op kit yeah those are nice how how do we feel how do we feel ultimately hello everyone about the sculpt reuses like, there's I mean, a lot in here. Like, I, I'm looking closer into it, and it's a lot. And I get it. I mean, like I said, those sculpts are not cheap to make, so you might as well get your money's worth from them. I mean, which ones are reuse? So Let's Mystique, see. Magneto, Mystique. Juggernaut, Apocalypse. Uh, Magneto. Omega. Yeah, Magneto. I don't think Magneto yeah. is. Yep, yeah, he, that's, is. he was the white one from House of X raising oh, his hand. And mm-hmm. um, North, too. Uh, yeah. That's... Um, Bastion Shaw looks familiar, but I might be wrong on that one. No, he's, no, he's, he's the Danger Room of that, so that, that's definitely going to be one. All the Danger Room ones are re-sculpts. I, I swear that Bishop is a re-sculpt of the Prime. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is. It's just the he's the red uh, red bishop or whatever yeah. it is. I mean, but look, like white priestess and green priestess aren't resculpts. Like those those are like for generic, like two generics to not be the same. That's I feel like that's cool. Like the cyclops, like yeah, they're a resculpt, but they're definitely painted different. So it might make story. It might make sense for the storyline. And to be I mean, I see roulette and tarot, tarot, tarot. Uh-huh. Those are obviously like yeah, those in the magics and the gorgon and the cyclops. There must be something like why they did double of all of those that they're all the same. Mm-hmm. But and like the danger like, and trucks, I'm okay with. I'd rather get more characters though. Like there's no like they're not gonna print a separate sculpt for tarot and roulette. So I would rather have both of them and have them use the same sculpt than only make one of them. Yeah, I did, I did not think I don't. I mean, I feel like it's. But like some of these skulls look really nice and new, and I don't. I feel like they. I don't see a whole lot of reuse. Like, might that's just my opinion. Professor X's uh, wheelchair and whiz kid. Yeah, yeah. I don't I know. Mean, I feel like almost half of these are are that, but I, I might be wrong. I, I have to do that. I, I don't really mind it to be honest. Um, Definitely not half. Maybe like fifteen percent of them are. There's only they're, so many ways you can position a Cyclops, and that's true. <laughs> that. I mean, eventually they're going to run out of ideas. The one one thing I think us as players do when we look at a set like this is I always think of this one video I saw where there's a teacher that does a hundred math problems on a board, and he gets one wrong, and the students all fixate on the one wrong and not the ninety nine that they got right. That's pretty standard for HeroClix players, I think. Yes. It's <laughs> a fair point. Yes, the Danger Room ones are re-sculpts, but they are a different paint job, yeah. which I think is good. And well, I guess my my only I, issue I, is the Captain Britain Rogue. I don't understand why they put out. So there was a storyline where they actually have a bunch of Captain Britain people like Gambit, Jubilee. They all got that. So I'm not sure why they would sit there and make a prime of just her. And it could have easily been like an LE set, like they're doing, like with those stores or something like that. Uh, for those that have actually read the comic book line, are they pretty good on this set? Like, I know a lot of people were disappointed in War of Realms and Empire because they didn't include a lot of the figures. Are they pretty accurate with what they did with for this set? Yeah, they got a ton of the uh, the characters. Like, um, all the uh, there's a lot of horsemen and uh, other mutants that go to uh, Iraqi. I think it's what it's called. Um, and then, like, Merlin and Saturnine were uh, pretty important in it, too. Good. And we don't even know what's going to be coming in the summer set, too, so I'm sure there's going to be more figures from there that they haven't included in this. Unless they're well, actually, that's a good point. There's a, yeah, like, a big alligator head guy. I forget what his name is, but he's, like, two different versions in the OP kit. He must be then. Yeah. There's tons of stuff that's not even in this set that isn't even sculptor uses. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not going to judge this set too hard now. Uh, the only thing I see is sculpt reuse, but like I said, I get why they do that, and I'm not going to hold that against them anymore because there's only so many different ways you can position these characters. Doing the quick math of the figures, <laughs> minus the primes, minus the danger room constructs, because those are obviously going to be a sculpt reuse. They only have eight of the 71 are sculpt reuse, so it's only 11%. Yep. It's, it's half to me. No, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, eleven that like eleven yeah. percent of seventy figures, like that's huge. Yeah, and, and, and honestly, like, like I think my biggest gripe on it, and this again is devil's advocate of it all, but um, my biggest gripe on this too is like some of the molds. I just, 
I feel like we get into the conversation of rarity, right? Like we go down to, I guess, one, two, three, four. Okay, the first four columns I don't think look like crazy good, right? Like nothing exciting. Uh, The paint jobs are great. I'm not talking about the paint jobs. Paint jobs are phenomenal. But I'm talking about like nothing unique. This is everything we've seen before. And then we get into the next two lines. Then you start getting into constructs. Like, Death looks incredible. Um, Rogue and Captain Britain Rogue is ridiculous. Kate Prides is simple, but it's cool. And then below that, you start to get a lot more, like, interesting poses and uh, different colors. And that's kind of, like, I think my biggest thing about it all is that then we start getting into the rarities being the cooler molds. And I get that because of the rarity, right? But it also kind of... I don't know. Sucks when you don't when you when you buy a whole set and you're expecting to get something even out of the commons and uncommons. So I think the commons and uncommons still look pretty cool. I mean, again, we're talking mo- like Colossus. I think Colossus looks great, but he's he's just standing there. Danny Moonstar, that one's a lot more unique. But again, Orcus Soldier, Cipher, um, Solon looks good. Iceman, Cyclops, the Fury, uh, White Priestess, Gorgon, like all the magic. All these are basic. And not bad. Again, the paints look cool. I cut if they can render them without like too many mess ups. They look they'll look cool. Right. I just I want them to do a little more. Like if I look down at I look at uh, Cyclops, then I look down at the Juggernaut construct. Right, Juggernaut's obviously just a reuse. But like if you're gonna give me a Colossus, if you're gonna reuse molds, like give me a good good Colossus mold that used to be a chase or something, and give it to me as a common or something. Um, like that is something I'd be okay with. But. To be fair, there is a lot of people holding swords, and there's only so many ways you can hold a sword. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I feel like also true. like I don't want my commons and uncommons. Me, per- I don't want my commons and uncommons to have really great sculpts because it makes it even harder to like package and storage them. Like I like having my chases, supers, even rare sometimes having like the better sculpts. That, like so, I can I have to I have to take care of those commons and uncommons. Smash into a box and you know close the box up but i guess yeah. that's my point is i want there to be a relevancy to them i want it to be worth my money you know what i mean like that that's oh I, I mean as long as they i like the comms and comms as long as they do something and, and do like some great support you know either right. secondary or tertiary attackers or throw some support powers but i mean majority I mean, of the time i, I want to play with my rare them. super rares and chases yeah <laughs> well, i, I want to yeah. play with my money pieces <laughs> Yeah, that but that that's my point is I want my commons, uncommons, rares, all, everything before super rare to do something. I I would love to play with them instead of just throw them in a drawer and forget about them or throw them away. Like I look at salt, like just to, just to my point, like Solem, like that looks cool. And if he does something, I, I'm great. I'll play with him. But even if he doesn't do anything, he looks awesome, and I'm going to play with him regardless. Does that make I sense? I feel like they're doing a better job with it. I mean, especially going back yes. to. Uh, I mean, probably X Men Rise and Fall, I would say. Um, like, yeah, there was a set right after. What was the one right after that? Uh, Empire. Maybe, yeah, maybe it was Rise and Fall. Empire, or Rise and Fall, one of those two. I agree with you hundred percent. I feel like there are commons on common slots, so there was a lot more figures that did something. Uh, I think uh, this. Uh, uh, we talk about um, last week. We talked about uh, Disney Plus. I think a lot of those commons and uncommons. Oh, yeah. you know. They do stuff, you know what I mean? And that's more to my point. And, and some of those molds look cool, and some of them, exactly to my point, they don't look the craziest uh, best, but they do something. <laughs> so, 
whether they be cheap with a lot of stats or um, you know glass cannon, but they do something like th- that's to my point more of what like Disney Plus is doing. Seth's yeah. coming right off of Disney Plus, so it has to deliver. <laughs> oh yeah, very true. I hey, it will. you're giving me a set with a bunch of swords. Sounds like you're delivering to me. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I like the sword thing, and like I said, looking at Solemn and looking at like Annihilation. Mind you, Annihilation is probably a chase, and I know nothing about Annihilation. Annihilation <laughs> sculpt looks awesome. Like, yeah, Kate Pride's got a sword. It looks like like I don't know some of these. Some of these when we get down the line look really good, and sword equipments I, I'm all for. So. Give it to me. Give it to me. Well, and hopefully, um, WizKids will give it to me again early, and I can uh, (laughs) do another unboxing. Yeah. yeah. Um, But yeah, it looks. I gotta stop saying um. I I listen to the podcast just to make adjustments for when I talk, and I feel like I say um about fifty to seventy-seven times per episode. So I'm really gonna try and stop saying that. We are going to uh, move on. There, I said it again. We are going to move on from X of Swords, which I am excited about, to uh, the Kilted Classic, which happened this past weekend. Like I said, unfortunately, I was unable to go. I really wanted to go. Hopefully next year I can. But Ryan and Matt did. We're going to have Austin, our teammate, come on the show next week to talk about his experience. Before we get into Matt's, uh, what should we call it, journey to the finals, Matt, um, Ryan, why don't we talk about yours? Now, you and your wife went. Yes. And you both did not make top 16, but you were in the hunt going into the last round because I believe you said you were 7th and 8th in points? Uh, well, we were... She was at table 6, I was at table 7. Okay, so that would uh, be... We were 3-1 going into the last one. So you were top 12 and 14 at that time. Yeah. So talk a little bit about your team. Why don't we talk about your wife's team first and kind of... I don't know if you know who she played and things like that, but uh, overall... And Matt, this could be a question for you. How many Thanos teams do you think took up the uh, percentage? There was seventy-one teams, I believe, that were in the actual tournament. Uh, Probably a third. A third, so like thirty-ish yeah. teams. No, not thirty. Like twenty, twenty-five-ish teams. That could be very true. I mean, I played out of my five games. I played three Thanos teams. <laughs> Jeez. I looked at my side, and uh, there was either usually one Thanos, and there was either a Thanos versus Thanos on one of those times. So it was like uh, at least a third of the builds, I would say. So I'm assuming there was a lot of Thanos, a lot of Fantastic Four, a lot of mystical monsters, X-Men, and animals. Were there any maybe more unique teams out there that you guys came across? Um, I only played an animal team, and then... uh, there was a mix, uh, had like a black leopard and uh, wolverines. I forget what the theme was. It might have been Avengers. Okay. Matt, did you see any unusual, not unusual, but like out of the box teams? Not really. Um, no, I mean, I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I didn't have a lot of, a whole lot of time to like, walk around and kind of scope it, look at everybody's teams. Like it usually happens. Like if you, if you, if you smoke someone, you know, not smoke, like if you just stop someone, like within the five minutes, you kind of get up and walk around. But, um, I mean, I can go over all my matches. Uh, no, I like, just like when we were at the clicks cup, I saw someone playing old man, Logan, he's fun. I don't think he's competitive. Uh, old man, Phoenix, old man, Phoenix. Yeah. Sorry. Um, just some 
things like that. I didn't know if anyone maybe just didn't want to go with the normal, you know, five teams that everybody else plays and try something else. But uh, there I go again. I'm going to catch myself every time I say it. Right. There were. I mean, I remember, I remember um, PJ gave a a gift away from a podcast who to someone who had a different bill, like a, who wasn't playing like the normal. Okay. Stuff. Good. Yeah, there I were a lot. It was of, the most comic accurate one. Was one of them. Yeah. Yeah, there were a lot of. Uh, I said, I got, I gotta stop saying it. There were a lot of content <laughs> creators out there that did give prizes. We were one, and funny enough, Matt won it. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then he ended up trying to sell it the next day on what? Facebook or trade it away. <laughs> oh, the oh, ultimate, yes, the yeah. ultimate warrior was. Oh, I forgot me. about that. Oh, I remember now. <laughs> <laughs> that was as long I'm as you keeping, keep as long as you keep I'm the keeping objects. the twisted tees and those objects are gonna be my new uh, objects to attack with because right. he said they were given away for whoever was uh, attacking with heavy objects. Yes. And but man, I keep forgetting. It's either Buzz or Chuck. I should look it up before I keep making mistakes. But one of them has um, super strength. So I was hitting with objects every game with them. Yeah, I, and then I, even even because uh, Dad thing has super strength. So he's like, "Oh, who's hitting with objects?" I was like, "I've hit every single game with both of my objects." Yeah. So my stipulation. So it was Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> And then it was a couple of the Twisted T objects that we're famous for, and it was basically whoever is hitting people with heavy objects because nobody picks up heavy objects anymore to hit with people because they only do one and because nobody has super strength anymore. So I thought it would be a fun way to have actually people use uh, ob- or super, super heavy, or heavy objects in attack. So I'm glad I went to Matt. Uh, I just love them. But, yeah, Ryan, tell us a little bit about your wife's team and her matchups before we get to yours. Uh, our teams were pretty similar. We both played monsters. She was uh, a Blackheart, a Commissioner, a Scarab, two Sky Tyrants. How many pieces is that? That's that might be it. I should have. like three hundred points. I should have had all your guys' team builds in front of me. But I didn't want to go through all seventy-one of them and find them all. Just putting them away yesterday. Um, and then uh, the emotional modifier and uh, zero ring to copy that um, with Scarab and get some free barriers and all that. And then uh, we both had the uh, Destroyer Prime on our sideline. And then instead of the second Scarab on my team, I had a green Proteus, an orange Proteus, and a Moloid. And then the Reality Gem instead of the Barrier Ring on the WWE Ring. So you both went Monsters. Yes. And how did was, her overall tournament go? Um, She had uh, some bad dice and some rough rolls in the beginning. I know she had to burn a lot of theme team probs on crit misses in the beginning. Um, but she ended up going 3-1 and one going into the uh, fifth round um, and was actually seated above me going into the fifth round. So we both went 3-1. and one. She came up with no Thanos teams. And she had a couple of mixtures on some of the stuff she played. She had actually played uh, Wes Summers. As, uh, did, hey, Matt, did your uh, Fantastic Four team, was it different than Wes Summers, or was it the same? No, it was the exact same. It's his It's his team. <laughs> it's not my okay. team. It's, 
Um, that's who she played in the fifth round um, and lost that one. And he got, I think he was the 15th seed, so he just squeaked in there too. So if she would have won, she would have definitely got in. I think Wes was 6th or 7th. It says, I'm looking at the top 16, it says that he was in match 8, so I thought that would be 15 or 16, because it was him and TJ Wheeler. Or no, if okay, because it's it's high seed versus low seed, so that's right. So yeah, yeah. that's about right then. Because Jay so he, Major he must eight. have been 16 seed, because you were number yeah. one. Yeah, I played Jay, yeah. Okay. No, so Wes was, Wes was 8 then. Okay. And then how did your matchup go? So you also went 3-1, and one, Ryan, and then who did you lose to in the fifth round? Uh, it was another Thanos build, and uh, it would have been a little bit closer. The biggest problem was the uh, um, they had a DJ Doom, and uh, so I couldn't equip my emotional modifier. And then uh, I got my black card up there on his uh, Thanos, and I was able to do the charge uh, flurry and uh, then a costed flurry and each one of those he successfully rolled super senses uh. so that went downhill fast from there and then it was just basically me getting mind controlled because if I would have equipped the um, emotional modifier then he would have just taken it with uh, with DJ Doom so it was a rough matchup and then did you and your wife do anything afterwards like battle royals or did you just leave because I know you had like a four hour drive yeah, we just ended up packing up and, and taking off. It would have been nice to stay, but we stayed the night before so that we could just uh, go. Okay. But so it was like a four-hour drive, yeah. But no better Royals afterwards? Oh, that would have added like a bunch of time. I don't think we got home until after 9 o'clock. Okay. So then what did you guys, day. for not getting top 16, walk away with from the tournament? Because I heard that the prizes was pretty uh, generous for PJ. Uh, we just left, so I'm guessing we just got the experience. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't you get like a cup and like a line of? Fire? Oh yeah, he gave a cup and a, um, a line of fire, like lanyard style tool okay. to everybody, which was really cool. And then there were some that. raffles there as well. I was able to get it on some raffles, and apparently, I won a Felix Faust that you have for me. But uh, yeah, that I did. So you won more than me, and you weren't even there. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, it sounds like it was a great tournament for you guys. And you just, oh, yeah, I mean, it was honestly just nice to have a bunch of people there that were excited to play in-person clicks again. So it was just a fun time in general. Yeah. Uh, Matt, let's talk about your experience through the day. So you played a Fantastic Four team. Why don't you go over yes. what the team was? So first I showed up, and I forgot to bring an extra Legacy card for Lockjaw because my buddy was running behind before we left. So I was like, well, I guess I gotta play something else. I played uh, Thanos like two times in my house. So I was like, I'll just play that. And then someone or someone said, Some, go check with Dan Powell. So I asked Dan, and Dan's like, yeah, I got one for 10 bucks. And I was like, boom, I'm buying it. <laughs> so uh, I ended up playing Wes's Fantastic Four build. All credit goes to just Wes so, Summers. Just real quick, to, just so you guys know out there, Matty G is notorious for doing that at tournaments. When we were at Origins many years ago he needed a mind gem for one of his games that he was just like screaming in the convention center at origins who's got a mind gem anyone got a mind gem i will mail it back to you after the tournament if you don't want to sell it to me and i don't know if you ever got for a or not. yeah for, for Kobe, Kobe. that's right uh 
And then for Trader, it was for Trader. It was a Kobe Trader team, but it was for Trader. And then wasn't there another time last year where you forgot your Bishop Prime because your son was playing with it or something, and you couldn't get a hold of one? Of oh, that was just playing it. Yeah, at a local tournament, my son was playing with my Bishop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, well, yeah. see, the thing is, I never really know what I'm playing. So uh, I think it was like less than 15 minutes before round one started. I was still filling out my build sheet and getting pieces for my car. Uh, anyways, what was your team? <laughs> um, so it's Fantastic Four. Um, it's Wesley Summers. I did not want to take any credit for this. Uh, it is definitely his team. Um, but it's... Um, Blair Von Doom. I, have, I should have it right here in front of me. Or I did have it right here in front of me. But it's a plus eight um, Fantastic Four team. Um... If I can click on what it was, I can. Um, it's Star. It's Larry Von Doom, High Eve, High Evolutionary, um, the L.E. Wolverine from AFFE, Mr. Fantastic at 30 points from Empire, the Common Invisible One from Fantastic Four, the Rare Invisible One from Fantastic Four, the Deep Cuts Human Torch, and the Super Rare. Um, Dad thing from Fantastic Four with elemental, elemental modifier, the Reed's Lab Matt bonus, and then the sideline is the rare human torch from F from Fantastic Four, the Chase Cub Torch from War of the Realms, the rare thing from Fantastic Four, Julie Power, uh, the 25 pointer from Future Foundation, another high Evo, two lock draws, and a Franklin Richards, and Destroy the Prime. So, really, you don't start with the two lockjaws on your team? No. Interesting. And then, for the most part, what were you bringing in for the game? Um, well... <laughs> or did it pretty much vary the entire night? Yeah, well, kind of. Um, with my uh, lack of experience um, with the team, I kind of just went to a main build that I knew would work against most. Uh, I usually went double lock draw. Um, you swap in the rare thing to get Alicia Grimm, and then I was mainly going with Franklin, um, just because of what I my like what I was playing against. Uh, there's the rare Human Torch that stops like so you can't be Energy Explosion from like Black Art, and then there's a rare Invisible Woman that gets you um, Stealth. So uh, you have the options to kind of go. I mean, the all the thirty point pieces like. You can go double high evolutionary. You can go. You can keep Wolverine in for the charge flurry. Um, Why Julia Powers? Uh, for points, she kind of works for points, and she hits like a brick, and she's hard to take down. That's, is that the hypersonic leadership one? The rare? Uh, just, no, 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 just the uncommon. She's okay. hypersonic, um, so she has a ten movement with flight. So she, I mean, if you don't hypersonic, she still carries, but she gets around very well and she deals five clicks of damage with two empowers from the team so my 25 point piece is dealing five damage and it takes five clicks to kill her she was attacked several times and people were like she's not dead yet i'm like nope <laughs> and then with it being a fantastic four why did you choose i mean i guess i can see the reason why but why go destroyer prime rather than a black leopard um so 
I, 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 I like Black Leopard, but the whole thing with Black Leopard, he can um, be cut off, like, just pinch, pinch and point, so it's really, really, really easy to just block his line of fire. Um, I like Ghost Rider. Uh, I thought Ghost Rider would be a good option, too, but um, it's kind of like I can go to wherever build I want for my sideline, and it's like, so many people are playing equipment every time they hit me. I just get to roll. And he came in. Uh, let me see. He went one, um, two, three, four. Came in four times? Four of nine? So, I mean, almost half. Yeah, fair. I mean, uh,. Ryan, you said you and your wife both had him on your sideline as well. Yeah. There's really not a good monster prime out there, is there? Except for Doppelganger. Yeah, which I cut on my team or Wonder for Woman. Blackheart. Wonder Woman, yeah. She do- she's not bad, but she doesn't do enough damage. You're better off just playing another 50-point Sky Tire instead of 60-point um, Wonder Woman. Did try that a little bit. But I brought him in a couple times. She's, she also has great survivability, though. I mean, yeah, it's a free like, tapper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So most people are not taking her out. But you, Matt, ran through Swiss pretty good. You, Like we said, you were seated number one. You didn't get the yeah. most points in Swiss, though. That went to Daniel Powell. Um, so my first round, I played against a local. Uh, so we drove two and a half hours to play each other round one, which is always fun. Uh, but he played Robots. So I only got half his build. I only got 155 points. Oh, because he played the constructs. Yeah, so it you know it's hard to choose through them, and I was like trying to kill other things. So I only got half build. Round two was against Thanos. Um, I fully I won 300 to nothing. Round three was against Scott. I won 300 to 30. Um, round four was against Rick Ryan. I won 300 to nothing. Round five was against Azrith. I won 275 to 90. Uh, I mean, I was a hundred and a hundred and seventy points from getting a perfect, like full wipe through Swiss. But I mean, going against robots is rough, and then going against uh, Blackheart in my last round um, when he's not—he just wasn't killing guards. I couldn't like, and I didn't—I couldn't kill Blackheart because. He's just hard to kill. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't realize that you played Scott in round three as well. Yeah, I actually I beat him like round two or turn two or turn three. And then he made adjustments. Yes, yes. Um, I mean, if anyone has watched the final on Clickstaff, uh, he kind of knew what I was going to do. I kind of showed my hand early in round three to show what my plan was against him. And then in the final, he kind of made adjustments to stop it. Um, but like, I mean, I had Thanos on last click. I literally just, if I, ugh, so close. (laughs) So if you don't know what the spider Thanos team is, Daniel Powell, I believe came up with it. Like he does so many other teams and it is the legacy card Thanos. It is a dazzler that gives out shield. It's Mary Jane with the, the hammer that makes DD Spider-Man family. It's Marvella and it's Proteus. So, with the Dazzler and the Spider-Man Family TA, or Spider-Man TA, it gives Thanos a 13 range. 
So that's why that team is very deadly. Plus, it's with the barrier from Marvella, and it's the paparazzi from Mary Jane. It's just a lot to get through to get to Thanos. So what was your strategy to eat through him your first time? Um, For everyone out there that wants to kill Spider Thanos. Which we <laughs> yeah, will be so round about three. Later. Round three of Plague and Scott. Uh, and Fantastic Four has a very great ability to just get across field and like steal objects but i was okay with him equipping so then i knew like everyone on my team except for my lock jars wouldn't be equipped what equipment did he have uh alchemical fire Ah. they played so i ran all the way up field kind of got right on him um he tried to immobilize me and hit me from negative one attack and defense with mary jane I just outwitted the power of Mr. Fantastic and then chose Charge Flurry CCE with two Empowers. Yeah, so that's what, six damage? No, seven damage twice. Yeah, so it's uh, ten clicks of damage. Which kills him, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, from Franklin. Yeah. It's just. Um, so I tried to do it the sec- or in the final. I said, so he blocked off Thanos. It was a lot harder for me to get to him. Um, and then when I went to, I tried to get over there to do it, but I just, I didn't have, uh, the actions and movements and it was just a little bit harder. Um, but like I said, I mean, I had him on last click. <laughs> I had Thanos on last click. I was just, I needed one more breakaway. So, so if you don't know the story, so it was, time was coming up. Maddie G had lo- just lost Franklin or, um, uh, Nathaniel Richards. and it's matt's turn he knows time's coming up he's got thanos on click what was it four five he was on click five click five he had destroyer had just come in and he still had two in powers i don't remember who you had them next to but he had to break away with either of them get them in position next to destroyer destroyer picks up an object and then he would have hit him for eight seven uh, hit him for seven, hit but for if, seven. if Buzz or Chuck get the breakaway thing, um, dead thing, they go, they go in. No, well, I was trying to get Buzz and Chuck's first. Oh. If Buzz or Chuck get the breakaway, they go and hit Thanos um, for two to four damage. Well, yeah. they hit for four, so he takes two. Because um, Chuck has CCE and he was holding the light object, and then. Um, with the Empower, and then Buzz has Super Strength with a Heavy Object uh, with the Empower from Chuck or Dad Thing. So Buzz alone can hit for five, and Chuck can hit for five as well. So did you miss three breakaway rolls? Four. Buzz, Buzz, Chuck, and Dad Thing? Yeah, I even tried to move Dad Thing. Oh. Uh, Just like to to move him just next to Destroyer. So I missed four breakaway rolls. Four 50-50 breakaway rolls. Uh, yeah, because Destroyer Thrower has a four CCE, so that puts him at a five damage. Object puts him at six, and the Empower would have put him at seven, which would have killed him. Uh, and you needed a crit hit to win the game on last action because as soon as you declared it, PJ called last action. What did you roll? I couldn't see. Was it even like... Oh, it wasn't like an 11 or something like, like that? Okay. I don't even know. <laughs> and you had no probs, right? You are out of probs? Uh, I had one prob with High Evo, but he could only see Destroyer Thor. So couldn't you have probed it? Uh, yeah, I don't. 
maybe. I mean, I guess I could have probably to a credit, but I I needed I needed Buzz or Chuck to be able to get their breakaway to hit. No, I know uh, that. I just didn't know if you had a chance to re-roll your final attack or not. No, even if I would have rolled the crit hit, it would have done eight, and it would take one, two, three, four. No, he still no. It, the crit would have put him on last click. I needed Buzz or Chuck. Oh, one no. of the buzzer. Are you sure? Because I remember PJ end. saying that it was like a crit to win. I don't know. Because you're, <laughs> do, a, you're doing seven damage, which means you're doing five. Yeah. He was on click five, which would have killed him. One, two, three, four, five. No, it was buzzer Chuck. I needed. He was on the second to last click. It okay, was, so that would have done five. The destroyer. So, Thor I meant, needed buzzer Chuck. The to, destroyer Thor attack meant nothing. Yes. Well, I mean, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I needed either the empower and a crit, or buzzer Chuck to roll the breakaway. It's it's all good though. Yeah. I mean, I I walked away with a venom magneto. Is it um, though? Because I remember you yelling second place again. <laughs> well, because now I'm kind of getting this uh, this feeling of because I was at the Clicks Cup. I did really well at Clicks Cup. Um, I mean, I won the first night at Clicks Cup, but last year. Um, in the finals, I got second place to Tyler, and then Sunday, uh, in the 400 event uh, against Wes, I got second place, and then I was told I got first place for the whole weekend, and then right. David Newmark came back and told me, he's like, actually, you got second place for the whole weekend, <laughs> even though PJ didn't even play in two of the events. Yeah. <laughs> Because one of them snagged right out from under you. One of them didn't count was. for points. Yes, apparently the the first one, the yeah. first one didn't count for points for some odd reason. <laughs> well, it's all good though. I mean, this is you still are a phenomenal, a phenomenal player. But I will say, I do have one thing over you, and I always will have one thing over you. I'm one and over Scott Crampton. I'm a thousand percent. What? I'm I'm one and over to Scott Crampton. I'm a thousand oh percent, and I plan on taking that to the grave with me. That's hilarious. My resume says one and over Scott Crampton, two and over Daniel Powell, and I like that resume. So I plan you on taking play that to so the grave. So many games, though, you kind of forget <laughs> what your win loss record is against other people. <laughs> no, I just I had to give you a hard time on that one. Um, but no, congratulations, Scott Crampton, for the victory. Uh, I know he used many podcasts trying to figure out how to make that Dino <laughs> team win. And what was the comment you made, or was it Ryan? Someone made it to me that Scott Crampton basically said, "Well, if you can't beat it, you might as well play it." Oh yeah, that's what he told me. He said, "If uh, I can't beat something, I just play it." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what he told me as well. He said he could, he said he couldn't find a way to beat Thanos. So he ended up playing it. We talked during round three. And that's going to be our discussion coming up in a few minutes is how do you beat a Thanos? But before we do that, I do want to give some recognition to the top eight that made it there. So we had Matty G, John Major, Robert Boehm, Ken Small, Daniel Powell, Robert Gallagher, Patrick Fraser, Denton, how do you say his last name? Bo he, was my, he was my top four opponent, <laughs> Denny. <laughs> Yeah, how do you say his last name? Bodell. I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's like um, someone asking, "How do you say my last name?" Yeah, that's why I call you Medici. Um, <laughs> Azra Strife, Rick Ryan, Lucas Van Hollen, Jeremiah Peterson, Alex Smith, Scott Crampton, Wes Summers, and T.J. Wheeler. And big ups to Jeremiah Peterson because this was, I believe, his like first 
like competitive tournament that he's gone to, if not for a very long time. And he got third overall. He played an animals team. I watched him play Daniel Powell and got the victory there. So congrats to Jeremiah. He is one of the, um, I'm not sure what I should say, but he like, he makes everything for everybody in hero clicks. <laughs> so big congrats, to Jeremiah Peterson on that one. Uh, any more takeaways from the tournament from either Ryan or Matt? I think Thanos is going to be around for a while. Do you think Thanos gets better after rotation, worse, or stays the same? Knowing what we know about Disney Plus, possibly better. What does he lose? Anything? What does he lose? Well, his opponents lose Power Gem. Yes. So you got to have more damage to deal to him. He loses the Proteus. He loses Proteus. Yeah, it's a ten-point Proteus, though. Um, Molecule Man, he's from Future Foundation? Yes. Okay, so he's still around, because Fantastic Four is out. Yeah, I, mean, I don't... Maybe he just, like, equips something else, or, like, has another equipment, and, like... Like, so he has options if he doesn't want alchemical fire? Yeah. I don't think... At, at least, like, Dan's Spider-Thanos team, um, it only loses the Proteus... But it's more. It's. I think the bigger deal is all Thanos' opponents lose power gem. Are there any maps? Is data mine still around? Yes. That was still I don't know if it'll make rotation. I don't know. Um, Rock maps are tricky. <laughs> I just think of like Mobius and Mobius is going to help him out because he can just move again for free and make a free at close attack. So it's just something else Thanos can do for free. If that's, but it has to be close attack. It is, but it's still a free attack. I mean, Thanos can Silver, technically... you can give him Mjolnir, and then uh, yeah. that would be pretty crazy. Thanos can still make three attacks with M or Mobius and Mobius if someone decides to go that route. So the whole thing, see. though, is you're you're trying to stay as far away as possible, which is why it's not fun, is because you're hitting from 13 away through everything, and you're not blowing up any walls when you attack, so... Yeah. You're probably not trying to make that combo work. But how did um, PJ run the event? Pretty smoothly. Yo, very smoothly. I, I mean, I would. I, I might be biased as a teammate, but I think everything well, ran smoothly. Well, not for smoothly. long, hopefully. So <laughs> we'll, we'll fix that. Um, I know. Like, I think Ryan said, like they left afterwards. He handed out prizing. I think it went all the way down to last place, and then started a snake draft up. But he was waiting for um, top four. Uh, because right before top four started, me, Denny, Scott, and Jeremiah all went up and kind of chose what prizes we all would be happy with for top four. We chose like Venom Magneto, Venom Wolverine, Spider-Man, and I think Beast. That's a good point. What did, what did you walk away with for getting second place? Oh, I mean, the, the big one was I won Venom Magneto, uh, five packs of Disney+. Plus. Um, a Venom Deadpool second place trophy, uh, plaque, top four plaque, uh, map, uh, like, I think it was like 10 or 15, like 3D printed bystanders, um, from Charles Garst, I think. Um, quite a bit. That's quite the haul. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, I mean, the, I, I even, <laughs> it's funny because I, I even said I was telling like my locals and I was telling PJ I was like 
I'm coming for Venom Magneto. If I get Venom Magneto, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm I need a Venom Magneto. I don't want to pay 250 bucks for one. Well, and you I'm also got this thing to win it. You also got the Covenant can't see me John Cena, which a lot of people got too, which not many people are is not a lot in circulation right now. Yes, yes. Now you were talking about prizes kind of being handed out. Now, Ryan, what, what now was your haul just as good, a little less? Like, obviously, not the top four plaque, but like, what would you walk away with, Ryan? Uh, we left, so I don't know if we were supposed to get something or not. You oh, like said drive. the experience is what he yeah. got as a prize. <laughs> well, the, that's good. The play competitive yeah, was, again. Yeah. PJ was handing out a ton of like raffle stuff. But he had a lot going on, obviously. It was only him and Chad running the whole event. And Chad was the judge, so PJ was running like the win, running around trying to judge, trying to hand out prizing. So he kind of he wanted everyone to stay um, at least until top four, because once top four started, he would, he was then from fifth the whole way down to last. And I think it went down to last and started to go back up. We're still prizing a bubble. Okay. We, I think... Play. Oh, you're breaking like, up, left Warrior Thor or destroy okay, I thought it was me. Hello? You're, yeah, we got you, but you're coming in a little bit. You're, you're harmonizing quite a bit. <laughs> so we we left all of the War of the Realms chases besides, um, what was it? I don't think we, oh, besides Spider-Man? So like, we left the Prime Destroyer, we left the Prime Gamora, and then back, like, even to Empire, we only took um, Venom Wolverine, Venom Magneto, and Beast. So, like, there was Ultron Pym still. There was Captain Marvel, Deadpool, Thor, Demon in Armor, Thanos, Norn Rant, like, Sentry. There was a ton of prizes for everybody else. It, he, Peter just wanted people to wait until he can kind of go through and let everyone know. When did they hand him out? At, right before Top 4 started. Right before oh, Top 4, four started, okay. um, he called me, Scott, Denny, and Jeremiah to come pick our prizes. We chose, of all the prizes, what four pieces we wanted first. He put those off to the side. We all went back and sat down. And then he started snake drafting all of the prizing um, after, right, after we, right before we started Top 4. So that was another like two hours later then, right? Um, yeah, if you guys left right at fifth, yeah, at the sixth, at, um, well, he did, he went from round five to top 16 pretty fast, but it was top 16, then top eight, and then, yeah, because I think if it was top eight, (laughs) it would have been kind of hard for eight people to decide on eight pieces. Oh, yeah. You know, like, because we all had to come to agreements, because... I think people were, you know, people were chiming in from like the peanut gallery, like, "Oh, Destroyer Prime is worth more," but Scott, me, Jeremiah, and Denny all had Destroyer Prime. Right. We didn't want to get it to trade it or sell it for something else we wanted. So first, everyone's like, "Well, who doesn't want a Venom Magneto?" By the way, I am taking point zero five percent for Scott Crampton's or um, credit for Scott Crampton winning it because I did sell him that Destroyer Prime. And he did confirm with me <laughs> that he is giving me 0.05% of the credit for his victory. So I just want to point that out. There you go. <laughs> That's 0.05 more than the rest of us. So exactly. There you go. 
Uh, but yeah, it sounds like a great tournament. Hopefully he does it again. It's not too far from me for next year. Uh, just hopefully it doesn't fall on a weekend that I have a wedding as well. And that was a wedding that I just picked up recently too, or else I would have came. I probably would have drove with Ryan. Uh, I hope to get there. I, I was also kind of hoping to get to the Scott Porter one as well, but I have a wedding that weekend as well. So it just seems like I'll never play competitive ever. But like I said, it's really not my forte. Plus it gives a spot open for top 16 because if I was there, I'd make it anyways. Um, Man. Man. You got to show up to prove it. Don't be like Aries Edge now. (laughs) Shots fired. Uh, so yeah, that was a tournament. It sounds like a great job, PJ. Uh, I just feel bad that PJ will never let you uh, live that down until the end of time. So let's get into our last segment, which is our clicks and crew question of the day. There's no such thing as stupid questions, except for Billy's questions. And with all the Thanoses out there lately, how many? There were five or six in top sixteen. There were, let me look here, there was one, two, three, four, five, six Thanos teams. Um, I'm not sure what the other ones were. I, do Do you know what Ken Small's Thanos team was? I think he was, uh, he was playing um, Venom Magneto, and I think he was playing Ajax. A- oh, really? Or, um, yeah, I think so. The Steel Objects? Uh, oh, no, that's a different no, Ajax. What? That's a different. That's no, a, that's no, the, Eter- the Eternals Ajax. Yeah, there really was. There was a different Ajax that stole objects from back in the day. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. And then Rick Ryan played Thanos. Alex Smith and TJ Wheeler both played Thanos as well. But I don't know if they were the Spider Thanos team that Daniel Powell and Scott Crafton played. But the uh, question- Rick Ryan didn't. Rick Ryan played a different thing. I played Rick Ryan. He played uh, DJ Doom and Venom Magneto with his Thanos. And then I think TJ did as well. Okay. Yeah, he did. But the question is pretty simple is with Spider Thanos taking the game over by storm lately, what's the best way to take him out? So some people did comment that Secret Six could be a place to do it because if you have six of them, you can outwit him. So that is a thing, but you do have to have six of them. And I don't know if there's actually six worthwhile ones unless you play multiple Gigantas. That just seems kind of like a hard team, but you can outwit through Scarab and things like that. So that is a possibility. Uh, it looks like some people said emotional modifier is a big one because then he can't mind control you. And Chris Washer did say in cap, but the only problem with that is that he is power cosmic, so he can possibly go again. Plus, he can also free mind control as well. So, what are some thoughts out there for taking out a Thanos team, whether it's a Spider Thanos team, which is Dan Paul's team, or something else? I go immediately to Bishop. I think if I would ever go to a competitive scene, I'm playing Bishop. I'm doing X Men swap. Yeah, and just to piggyback, just to piggyback off doors, just real quick, just to piggyback. Go ahead, Kane. Thank you. To piggyback off, because I don't have no horse in this race, um, I always win in doubt, just go Bishop Prime. I think like that's still something that a lot of people don't really deal with as much anymore, but the, that's that's my that's my bet. So, there's just sorry, so, Manji, go ahead. No, there's just so many good X-Men Primes out there. That's the hard yeah, part. Yeah, for sure. Like, 100%. I w- uh, Mimic Prime helped me at Worlds, 
if I would go back, I'd probably do Bishop just to, you know, negate a Batman or a Thanos now. But, uh, Matt, what were you saying? Or Yeah, like Bishop Prime or, like, go Hellfire Club with Chase Emma Frost. Yeah. I always just um, think she's too many points. What is she? Is she 60 or 75? She's 75, 75. but 75. she's perfect swaps for, like, Blackheart or Jean Grey or yeah. Jason Wingard. That's true. Is there enough, really, with Hellfire Guard to take out a Thanos? I mean, I'm talking about Hellfire Swap. Is there? I just haven't played Hellfire Swap. No. So, are you are you asking what's good against Thanos, or what are you doing to beat Thanos? You are building a team to take out. Like my whole premise for Worlds was, I build a team specifically to take out Sky Tyrant, and every Sky Tyrant I faced, I killed at turn two. That was my goal. I didn't care about winning. It was just I am not going to let Sky Tyrant get off an attack. And every single time I played him, I killed him turn two. So you're making a team specifically to kill Thanos in a tournament. Lucas um, just posted an article on Clicks Nexus where he like one, not one shotted, but one turn to Thanos. I think you did the same thing with Franklin Richards. I'm not sure what Lucas's team was, but like I want you to make a specific team to take out a Thanos. I don't, I don't, I mean, obviously I don't build teams, but I don't think it's ever a good idea to build a team to take out one thing, ever. Um, you want your team to have flexibility, you want to be able to do well against multiple teams in the meta. I mean, obviously, like, but I like think in, your, in your world's run, you were playing, a, you played against a ton of Sky Tyrants, those are good, like, you got matched up perfectly to what you, you built against. Just because he but, was on every team, whether it was a theme team or a non theme team. The, yes, there was a lot, but I would never. I, I mean, okay, so I don't. I don't team build, but I would never play a team that's only good against one thing. Well, and I didn't. I mean, I will say I didn't. I, I specifically did it to skill to kill Sky Tyrant, but I think there's enough swap teams out there that you can manage a. Plan A for a Sky Tyrant or a plan B, C, D for other things that you face. So, like, my whole premise for a Sky Tyrant was just the TK with double or triple perplex and a Jubilee. That was my Sky Tyrant killing team. And I'm sure I could come up with something else for a Thanos killing team with X-Men because you do have nine sidelines to do it, which you're probably doing a Bishop instead of a Mimic Prime like I did. So I think there's enough that you can come prepared for most things, not everything, because I think the meta is just so broad right now. There isn't one team that's taking over by Storm. Thanos is getting kind of close there. But I think with Fantastic Four, X-Men, maybe Avengers, if they can get some better figures, they can start making a push for being Swiss Army teams to take out whatever you need to. I think Lucas's X-Men team was strictly to beat Thanos. Like... (laughs) Uh, real quick, Ryan, what were you going to say something? Oh, yeah, the uh, there's a Black Widow. She rotates, uh, but from the movie set where uh, opposing characters can't use improved targeting abilities uh, yeah. to target her or adjacent friendly characters. She's one of the shifting mm-hmm. focus ones. Um, but I think all of those are relatively underplayed, but still really good. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I, the shifting widows are very good. Like, that's also something to beat uh, Thanos. Yeah, lots of answers. I thought there was somebody else that shut down improved abilities that's still in modern. Orange Proteus. Orange Proteus, that's right. 
then Sinestro uh, stop sign can stop you from using uh, improved movement, so you couldn't uh, teleport away, phasing teleport. Mm. Yeah, because phasing is still an improved um, ability. So, like, are you... I mean, your team handled it pretty well, because, I mean, flurrying for seven is never a bad thing. Um... I'm just trying to think of what else you could do for a Thanos team. And like I said, you don't want to plan on just for one team because what if you never face a Thanos? Totally. But Well, well to, to, to rebuttal that, though, like, if the meta is the meta, is meta, right? So, like, right now, like you said, everything's broad, but you're going to see a Thanos. So if you prepare for it, like, you're going to see it because you know it's meta. You know people are running that. Um, it's not bad to prepare for that. And just because your team is built specifically against one thing doesn't mean it's going to do bad against others. Um, so I, I, I normally, when it comes to meta stuff, like I, I agree with building towards it or for it. But um, but like McMaddie G said, and as well, Adam, as you and, and Ryan as well, like just preparing for it, there's a lot of swaps out there. So as long as you're ready for it. There was another tournament at what was the place in Seattle that you went to, Ryan? Uh, Oregon, Portland, Oregon. But what was the uh, venue? Gone Guy Games. Gone Guy. They had a tournament as well. I'm trying to see if I can find the winning team for that one. I don't know if it was a Thanos team or it not. Was, it was. Silver. It was Silver. Age. Oh, it was Silver. Yeah. Okay. I don't hey, think Thanos one. is as good in Silver. I think he's a little bit worse in Silver, to be honest. Thanos came in second uh, with that. It was a uh, Chips team, and then uh, Pat from Majestics won it with a uh, what did he have? A, a mini shredder, and I forget what else was on his team. Okay. It was like Blackheart guy. It was like a, it was a monster build. Okay. okay, I know a Thanos team won our Choose Wisely tournament. It was a Thanos, and then I forget. I think it was the monster team for the other teammates. So I think slowly people are going to have to start coming prepared for Thanos' for every major tournament. And that's going to be the team to beat. For sure. It was Sky Tyrant, but I believe the reins are being passed to Sky Tyrant. Or to Thanos. I'm sorry. I think Thanos is just like the new hotness right now. Yeah. I'm kind of like everyone wants to play. You know, everyone, this is a piece from a lot, like way back when. So other people who have them. You know, they kind of just want to play him, and he does a lot. He's really good. He has great keywords. He does a lot for his points. We can, you know, he can be a one-man army. And He's got human lives. And we haven't had a tentpole in a long time. Like, I don't consider yeah. Emperor Gladiator a tentpole. I think he's just a really good attacker. When I think tentpole, I think, you know, it's more than half your build. It can take a ton of damage to kill it. Like, um... Ember Gladiator's good, but I don't think he fits in that tent pole thing. The I think one of the bigger strategies with Thanos is just survivability. Because by the time that if they can kill you, you've taken out more than they can get off you if they haven't killed Thanos. Because he's 175, so all you really need to do is kill 130 points of their team and just survive the rest of the game and then you win. Funny enough, I think the last tent pole we had actually... Um, was uh, the Ultra Chase Thanos with Ego Gem? Uh, Unimine? Yeah. No, Ultra Chase Thanos. No, wouldn't Unimine be the last one? 
Oh, Ultra Chase oh, Thanos. No. Yeah, Ultra okay. Chase Thanos. Yeah, I, I'm thinking the uh, one with the Cosmic Cube. Chanos. Uh, no, yeah, you're right because he just he was all about high defenses. Well, he was well, you know he was 170 points, and he literally was just calling out ID characters. Yeah. He was survivability. You know, you had someone kind of transport him, carry him around. You played him with the 75 point lock draw, like before COVID. Second place at the Chicago Clicks Championship, um, Brian Poling played Chase Thanos. <laughs> yeah, I, I beat him, but that's what he played with, and that was like the last like high thing. Before that, I would say it was like two fifty uh, Black Panther. Oh yeah, pretty much anyone with the uh, Infinity Gauntlet. Has been- yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yet when Thanos has Mjolnir. With the infinity jump inside of it, he's garbage. Which I still don't get. That. I mean, to me, that one should have been the most powerful Thanos out there. Because how do you put two of the most powerful items in the MC or the Marvel universe, and he gets worse? Uh, it's kind of like when Silver Surfer had the quantum bands, and he was worse than his counterpart. <laughs> I forget what was that Chaos Wars? I think it was. That was before me. Yeah, that was before yeah. you. But yeah, but yeah, I mean Thanos is I, good. I, I, I have a question before we get off Thanos, and, and I'm sorry for being a negative Nancy, but we're gonna have Ryan, Madagee, then Adam. Do we think Thanos? I, I I have my answer, but do we think Thanos is equal to, greater than, or less toxic than Sky Tyrant, potentially and currently? I think he's a bigger problem personally, but the thing is with him is that it depends on how well E-rolling is going in the favor of the Thanos. If they're rolling low on the gems that they can pick and they're rolling low on their uh, Super Sense rolls, it's really not that big of a deal. But when everything's going right for them, it's very frustrating when they're 13 away and just hitting you uh, with your own pieces and you really can't do much about it. Do you find that more more of an issue than Sky Tyrant? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's way easier to throw up a barrier that somebody can't quake you from than it is to get someone that can shoot you through seven rows of blocking terrain and make you hit your own pieces. Yeah. How about you, Maggie? Oh, yeah, I 100% agree. He's more toxic. Um, you can't barrier against Thanos. You can't, <laughs> you can't go on different elevation. You can't block. Like, if Sky Tyrant's on elevation two and there's not, like, a ladder, or you're on, like, one strip of one, elevation one, like, you can hide in a corner and throw like there might only be one square that he can get to and only attack one person there. There's several ways against sky tyrant. I mean, against Thanos, he sees through everything. If he rolls fives and sixes all day, he's free phasing. He's free mind control. He's real energy. Yeah. Free regen. Like he, at minimum, like he needs an errata so that he can't like target through, at least more than one square of blocking, or even like, we'll see. That'd be the biggest fix, I think. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that would about, make it so it's at least fair. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other night too, and I feel like a errata would be for his mind gem. Would all they'd have to fix is say he can use mind control or he can improve abilities. One, one or the other, not both. That would be pretty good as well. Or just when he uses mind control, he can use improved abilities. 
so he doesn't. But get he shouldn't be able to shoot through more than one blocking. I like, know. I think that's a big thing. But it, I think the intent was he can use mind control with improved abilities, not he gets that and then his regular attack. I think the intent was just for mind control, not for his regular attack. Yeah, but that's the bigger deal because he already <laughs> has like the ranged combat expert. So I think he's only hitting fourteen for. Th- Three or four, yeah, yeah. Uh, but to answer Kane's question, I'm the opposite of you guys. I think Sky Tyrant's more toxic just because. Because well, come from a guy who who one shot him <laughs> at, at an online world. But that's because I made a team like specifically to kill him. The reason. So why what's I, it like to be super wrong? The reason. Yeah, how many times have you played against Thanos, Adam? I've never played against Thanos, to be honest. <laughs> exactly. Oh, but, exactly. Yeah, see, you're, you're not letting wow. me do the case oh. here. My big thing with Thanos is that it's all about uh, the luck with Thanos. You know, someone could just get ones every single time rolling for his infi- or twos for his Infinity Gauntlet. It's okay. It's not great. You could not get your power cosmic. He's a lot of points, so you don't get that much support with him. Sky Tyrant is 50 points. I think when the Power Gem leaves, then I will put Thanos above Sky Tyrant in the toxicity. But right now, the fact that Sky Tyrant's doing 12 for 5 across the board, then runs away. If he kills somebody, he gets a resurrection token. Or if he kills two people, he gets a resurrection token. So he has those natural stop clicks when he kills things. And Thanos doesn't get a bonus when he kills things, which he doesn't need. That's my own personal opinion. So let me ask you this. How many Sky Tyrants have you killed? Plenty, I'll say that. How many Thanoses have you killed? None you guys haven't played against played. any. Yes, that is my point. <laughs> <laughs> because I like to I, run I, the yeah. events and not play them, or else I would be I can I can Thanos. outwit Sky Tyrant. I can hit Sky Tyrant for one, and he's trash. But sometimes mm-hmm. you can't um, because he's in stealth. No, he, well, no, he doesn't I'm have sorry, stealth. I'm, I'm thinking outwit. Um, but I just, I don't know. I just think Sky Tyrant is, to me, it just, and maybe because he's a better role blocker and I haven't personally faced him. Maybe yeah. that's where I'm coming from. And, and that's exactly my point is like both these characters are toxic, right? We, we know already that, that Thanos does too much. Uh, and mind you, he's a lot more points in, in, than Sky Tyrant. I think Sky Tyrant came in and he was like, He's what fifty points, and it's like, bro, you do too much. You're 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 unkillable. Um, like it's just you're just toxic. And and I think right now Thanos is the hot commodity. He's brand new. Um, I think you know, especially with how much Aratus we really get for characters. <laughs> I don't see one coming anytime soon. Um, but uh, I think like Adam says, once we kind of get more Thanos starts coming around a little longer, we all start complaining more and more. Then obviously he bumps Sky Tyrant out the toxic. He currently does, obviously, bump out the first place of toxic characters right now. Um, but I'm right there with Adam. Like, Sky Tyrant had the, the time to sit in that throne for a while, and now we got Thanos. So. I also think of it this way. Is Thanos yeah. or, um, Sky Tyrant can one-shot Thanos. Thanos can't one-shot Sky Tyrant. What? No, he can't. Sure he can. You put the power gem on him, you cure a Moloid, he's doing... One, two, three, four. Oh, can't. Oh, maybe not. He's just short. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He puts him on click nine. 
and he's a he hit for one, two, three, four. Hits for one, two. Yeah, he hits him on. He can get him to click nine. Yeah. Then he runs away, and then he heals. Then he's just mind controlling your team, and then you're dead. But yeah, he's if, just going to mind control rolls, Sky Tyrant. Not if he tyrant. rolls a one. Not a, well, by that time, he's he can got, roll a one and mind control Sky Tyrant, and then he can have and Sky Tyrant would have wackies. a nineteen defend, and that's even or nineteen defense, and that's even when he runs away. How far? Ten squares. Is it 10 eleven squares? or eleven? Eleven? No, twelve. Six Depends and on six. how many hits. Yeah. Yeah. Six so and six. you get you roll a one, you're not getting them. Maybe that's next week's uh, clicks in it question. <laughs> who's community Thanos? chime in on this one? But so that's no, honestly, no, though, that's where it comes into like how good of a player you are, though. Yes, if you know right. when you know if you roll low, what do you do with that? Do you try to just be aggressive, or do you play smarter? Yeah, and that's just part of that randomness 100%. that comes with Thanos. Sometimes, like I said, maybe you get fives and sixes the entire game, and you just bowl through people. Um, other times, not. did you guys see Thanos use? Um, Regen for free a lot or no? Or is he were people more offensive with him? Three of the four Thanos's I played, I killed in one hit. I didn't have any regen. I just had consistent mind controlling. Okay. I was just kind of curious if people if once he got lower on his dial, if people would if they rolled um, decent enough, like a two or a three to get gems, if they would do that free regen or not. I seen most of the time, um, like mind in space. Yeah, it's the free, it's the free phase, and then the free mind control. I think anything else, they would take like time, mind, space. Super yeah. senses was pretty big. Yeah. Did anyone ever pick reality? <laughs> um. Yeah. Really? I played against someone who picked reality once. I guess if you're playing super defensive, you just pick like time and reality. I think that's what Scott picked the first time. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's what he was picking with me a couple times, too. Are there any figures out there that turn off team abilities right now, or no? He's about to rotate... um, What's his name? He's from Captain America and the Avengers. Turns into the Minotaur. Uh, Dario Agger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's not really that good though and then the reason is it darwin that says you can't do free actions but he's silver right or is it darwin uh no you can't pick powers can't pick powers can't pick powers i thought there was a i don't know if that would work i know there's billy yeah he doesn't take anything billy batson says you can't do free actions but i believe it's at the beginning of your turn so you'd have to get him up there have him survive and then say that yeah because that would be if that was a free action I think Billy sees a ton more plan mystical <laughs> before he uh, rotates in a couple months. Yeah, uh, yeah. At the beginning of your turn, you may choose an opposing character within four squares of line of fire. Yeah, uh, so close. I don't think there's anything. I think in... the big thing is. Good. I think Thanos is going to kind of be around at least for a couple months because nothing in Disney Plus like puts up a fight or prevents Thanos. That's what I was just going to ask. Is there anything in Disney Plus that hurts? Well, Scarlet Witch, if you can get him in like the Scarlet Witch or Agatha bubble and just turn off all of his powers, then he's kind of stuck. And if his support's not there, that's a possibility. It's three squares. I don't know how you're getting her. Yeah, you'd have to TK or something like that. You'd have to double TK her because it's a power action. Yeah. Yeah. If she just had like free generated chaos marker <laughs> like she would be insane <laughs> yes 
That's why. She, I mean, she would be insane, but she'd at least be good. Yeah. Like, she would be worth the seventy-five or one hundred fifty. Yeah. I mean, at least it, we know we know Leech is coming in X of Swords. Leech is big. But once, yes. yeah, once Leech gets here, um, I, I guarantee we're not going to see Thanos. Isn't going to be all powerful anymore. Um, <laughs> Prime Vision could hurt him. Guys, adjacent opposing characters can't use improved abilities and plasticity, so he's not going anywhere. Yeah. He, uh, does he have Avengers keyword? Uh, no, he's robot. No, and sword. just robot. That's his only thing. Okay. Robot and sword. So robot, he's he's another good part of don't. Oh no, he's he won't be because the constructs are rotating. Well, he. Yeah, that'll be if depending on when Disney Plus comes out. <laughs> I mean, but we're getting new constructs and extra sorts. So, like, right? I mean, there's this weird, there's this weird like overlap. Like, so we might get Disney Plus, but if we don't even have any competitive events from the time Disney Plus comes out in who knows when, sometime in June, and rotation in July, the old Danger Room constructs will never be played with the Vision or the the common Superman or the uncommon Superman. So. The vision might just have to like rely on the new robots from the new constructs. Yeah, but I mean, if, what do you? I mean, I don't know. Which sucks. Do you play them at like a hundred or fifty? I think you play them at fifty. He's just super hard to kill. No, but it, it just sucks that Disney Plus won't get that much time with the older sets because there's a, a collector team. I really want to try, and I think oh yeah, because so he posted it. <laughs> Um, for those of you who don't know, it's Sky Tyrant, Doom, the Daily Conqueror, Collector, Captain Marvel Prime, Sprite, Phoenix, the Blue One, and the Scarlet Witch from War of the Realms. That's the carrier with the power gem. Uh, it's theme because Annihilating Conqueror is on there. It basically gives Sky Tyrant a, a 13 attack, 6 damage. And with Doom, you can like steal objects, you can not have bystanders, you can make them have only three actions. Um, I think it would be a fun team, but it's probably going to be only modern legal for maybe a week, depending on... what. <laughs> when is the actual rotation date? July 1st. It is July 1st, so yeah, then it's probably going to... Because they already said July for Disney+, Plus, so it won't even be legal. I thought it was June. Yeah, June. Oh, it's June, sorry. July. So yeah, it might... And But doesn't it become legal two weeks after release day? One yeah. Week. One week? Okay. So there may be some time in there. But it's it's really hard. I've been trying to build a lot with that collector. It's really hard to get both of his traits to go, to actually make a legit team. I'm going to be trying a few things with him. I think he's a really cool piece. Yeah, because once Dark Phoenix gets out of there i had to swap in for zorn and he's like he's like the only uncommon figure from a set that i don't have that makes it which he's not horrible he's got that reverse um force blast and with the collector it gives him a 10 attack four damage for 30 points it's nothing horrible better it's better um but yeah it's really hard to make both of those things work but yeah we're going down a rabbit hole but Anything else we want to talk about Thanos before we end the podcast? And will Legacy Thanos get a Legacy card later in like ten years? <laughs> <laughs> we 
will he be the first one to get two legacy cards? Maybe. Tune in. Tune in ten years from now. <laughs> tune in ten years from now if we're still around. Uh, but yeah, so Ryan, thanks for joining us. Sorry you didn't make uh, the cut. Hopefully next time you can. Um, this is a good talk. Uh, I believe you're planning on showing up to the ROC for our event, the Winamap. Yeah, we'll be there. Uh, Matt, I am planning on you being there. I don't care that Scott Porter's event is the week before. <laughs> uh, uh, you can spend the night at my house. I'll try to swing it. You can spend the night at my house like you were planning on for the Choose Wisely tournament. I'll make a bed for you. My wife is uh, one of a kind. <laughs> I appreciate everything she does for me and lets me go on these trips. Well, didn't she say, or didn't you tell me one time, I think you even said it in the interview, that she said, you can keep this hobby going as long as your winnings pay for your hero clicks or something like that? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I Well, me personally, I, I, I have a hero clicks fund, Um like with winning and buying and selling and trading, I I only spend money on HeroClix that I've made from HeroClix. Yes, and which is a good idea, to be honest. Yeah, I mean that's just my personal um, my personal thing on it. I guess I don't know. Not to go down a rabbit hole, but I just don't understand how some people spend so much time and money on this thing and then don't ever try to compete or go to events and make it worth it. I mean, some people, I mean, everyone plays their hobby however they want, but I try to, and I don't know, I kind of want the hobby to, like, pay for itself. Like, if I'm putting my own time into it, like, I want to get returned for, for putting time into it. Yeah, and some people just do it for the collectability of the game, too. Yes, is- yes. Well, I started out as a collector, but then very fast, I was like, whoa, I cannot. This is insane. <laughs> Collecting. And and that was back when it first started. Now think of it, where everything has doubled since then, and it's a, and it's three times as harder to finish a set nowadays. Like I don't know how if you are a collector of this set, I don't know how you are going to be able to get the complete set of X of Swords. It, well, I mean, the collectors are probably happy though because the legacy cards now. Yes. So with legacy cards and with Silver Age, like I'm thinking, like Silver Age, I got to go back and like get more stuff or more pieces. Because they're viable again, so like collectors actually are kind of getting like rewarded for collecting. Yes, just healthy. Well, and it makes you feel good that you held on to that figure from back in two thousand seven that you pulled that you were happy about, and you know, a month ago or whenever they announced Silver Age, it was worth a dollar, and now yeah. it's worth like twenty dollars. Which going for like sixty bucks? Yeah, which is another conversation I want to have on the podcast. One is like, and I've said this before, but why don't hero clicks retain value? Like you think of a old. Whenever you think of something old, it's usually more expensive. Like I'm not sure how magic and stuff like that is, but like you think of Pokemon, all these older Gen One cards are worth how much money? Is it just the demographic? the the players the populate or the popularity of it it just it seems like once something goes now because silver is a thing but before once something went silver it was a fire sale on facebook to get rid of everything that wasn't modern anymore i think it's it'll change now though because before everyone only played modern yes absolutely but like i think 
of like the older sets like Legacy and Explosion and things like that. Like you can't find that stuff anywhere anymore. And even the people that collected those back in the day, they're probably have no idea where it is. Well, so, do we want to discuss that tonight, or we want? No, to we're not discussing phone? that tonight. I got, I got, <laughs> okay. I got Moon Knight to watch. I watched the first episode last Ooh. night, and it got me hooked. So I was a little. Oh old. man, Kane's on. I don't even get to participate in Kane's corner. <laughs> oh man! All right, I will. I will. Hang on. Hang on. We'll we'll do a ten minutes. I'm starting the clock. <laughs> Uh, no, I can't corner. do it. My phone's on one percent. Oh, <laughs> Internet's no. still up. Yep. We'll have to have yep. Manny G on again. I'll invite you on next time. Doctor Strange, Manny G. Doctor Strange. <laughs> oh, so this is my this is my problem right now. My buddy got me tickets. Uh-oh. Middle of the theater, Doctor Strange opening night. Yeah, that doesn't sound like that a problem. That sounds like a bad, really bad problem, Manny G. Yeah, I didn't realize <laughs> that it was like the same day. So I was like, well. I think I'm not going to go to the first night of the Rock Cup. <laughs> oh, that's oh, right, because that's that weekend. Oh. Scott Porter, yeah, what are you doing tough. to us? Mother's Day and Doctor Strange. Come <laughs> on, bro. He really, he really put us in a pickle here. It's Mother's Day weekend. Doctor Strange comes out the first day. Like, come on, Scott. It's in come Alabama. On. Make it more central. Come on. <laughs> no, I'm messing. But he is doing online stuff, which I am going to try. I'm going to be getting home from because I have two weddings that weekend, Friday and Saturday. But my plan is to get home Saturday and get on a couple online battle royals when I get home. Because Brad is doing those, so and he's using Disney Plus, which I really want to try in a battle royal. But all right, we're going to end the podcast here before uh, Kane's phone dies on him. But thanks, Ryan, for joining us. Thanks, Matt, for joining us, and Kane as yeah, always. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. Um, and uh, I'll send you that clicking it application in the mail, Matty G. <laughs> but, uh, thanks, everyone, for joining us. Make there's sure an application. Guys, there's an application. <laughs> yep, there's hazing week and everything. Oh, geez, don't let anybody on. Come on, guys. <laughs> in fact, we I did just add two more members, so we are getting close to that uh, 147 or whatever roster that you guys have over there at Phoenix Nest. I did just add... Amato, which is a local person that plays up in Sheboygan that has come down for a couple events. And then I did also include uh, Antonio Clark. Oh, nice. Yep. So anybody else out there looking for uh, a team, we are looking for people for clicking it. There's not much to it. You just represent us when uh, when you go to a tournament. Apparently, according to Ryan, I have to get better shirts because they don't fit his bulky body anymore. No, I said it's like a dish plate on the front because it's just this big, heavy graphic. <laughs> Man, I met, I saw Ryan for the first time in the bathroom, dude. You are, I can't believe you fit through the doors. Right? right. You Ryan's are jacked. jacked. You are like he, he's one of those huge. He's one of those unicorn nerds that just <laughs> lifts weights and. Just, He's like, no, who was your other? Who's your other teammate? Uh, uh, Mike. Oh, uh, Iron Reardon? Mike. Yeah, Mike Reardon. Dude, what, what, what is, what's going on here? Clicks and you guys just out here like recruiting bodybuilders, <laughs> like you guys going to take everyone uh, by storm? Like Clicks and army. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta <laughs> win some way. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, if we don't threaten you with my muscles, you're not gonna if win. We don't this. win on the map. We'll win in the parking lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be our motto. Yep. Yeah, I need that on the back of my shirt. There you go. <laughs> that can only go on yours and Mike's uh, uh, shirts, though, because I'm just a little pudgy. Uh, but no, no they put it on the gut for it up, Adam. You got to step it up. There's also that's a, that's a hazing week. You get you, the hazing week is Mike, 
and uh, Ryan putting your new swirlies. guys through workout. Yeah. They're, they're the high school <laughs> yeah. bullies that gives everyone swirlies. No, no if, if you can't survive Mike and Ryan's workouts, you can't make the team. There you go. No, yeah, it's like there the, it is. It's like the, the clicks mafia. Get cut. Uh, no cut, get cut. <laughs> no, there was a guy that always showed up to Origins that always had like a cutoff shirt and was just, he was super tall and he was always ripped. I, I never got his name though, but I was like, again, he's like, there's people that are like buff that play this game. Like, who are these people? Usually you think of like these guys that sit in their basements. Like, I always think of the, uh, uh, if guys watch South Park, the War the, or the, Warcraft guy who's like leaning oh, yeah. back in his chair, <laughs> dusting potato chips off his chest, things like that. No, some of us the wrist brace, <laughs> yeah, the wrist brace, stuff like that. <laughs> no, um, but yeah. Anyways, uh, that is it for the podcast. We went down a lot of rabbit holes today, but thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for the two the twenty thousand views or downloads off the uh, Podbeam. Make sure you guys are staying safe out Ooh. there, and as always, keep clicking it. <laughs>